From Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we con do our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit. I'm Kathy. And I'm Jay. And we are here uh, to get back into the swing of things, shall we? I think so. I am, I've got my cleats on, my helmet, my bat. <laughs> I'm ready to get into the swing of things. Hey. Uh, in, in creating this document, uh, we discovered, discovered that there is no baseball bat emoji. So we will be submitting our petition to Jeremy Burge of Emojipedia because, of course, that's how you get things done in the emoji world. Exactly. And I I just want to throw out there, I do love that there is indeed a cricket bat, which means that all those people that say emojis are American-centric, I'm one of five Americans that know what cricket is. So, there. Hey, I know what cricket is. I have seen the movie The Wedding Date, so I'm very familiar with cricket. (laughs) Well, unlike cricket games that can take days to finish, um, hopefully we won't take too long. No, but we are excited to be here and we're excited to be with our conductors. But of course, before we hop on the train, we are going to talk about St. Jude because September is still here. It is still September and uh, it, as always, is uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month and Relay FM, even though the podcast-a-thon is over, which if you did not witness, I highly recommend you head over to uh, the Relay FM YouTube channel and watch it uh, on Twitch, anywhere you want to watch the video. Um, Great entertainment, lots of money raised. Um, We have raised more than $520,000. That's more than half a million dollars for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, which is absolutely incredible. It means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, or food. All they have to do is support their child, their baby, however old they are, um, and they will never get a bill. And even now, like every time I say that, I, I have goosebumps. Like if this was a video podcast right now, you would see the goosebumps on my arms just thinking of the fact that St. Jude children never get a bill for their treatment. And it's not cheap. It costs a lot of money to treat these really horrible diseases. And through the goodness of everyone's donating hearts, we get to get that covered um, for everyone. So the treatments invented at St. Jude also that research and the treatments involved um, get shared out throughout the world to any hospital that needs it, which is incredible. Um, so the chances are you have been touched in some way but from the work done by St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Whew. Uh, and uh, so go ahead, make sure that you visit stjude.org slash relay to donate, to see what has happened, what is coming up in the rest of the campaign for the month. And any donor making a single gift of $100 or more will receive an exclusive Relay FM sticker of thanks pack at the end of the campaign. It's a good cause. And I'm, I'm so excited that I got to be a part of it this year. Woo! Yes, indeed. 
and so once again, go to stjude.org slash relay and donate. All right. So let's take a look and do our connection check. Zap. Uh, <laughs> Jay, uh, what was your connection and how did you do? So mine was a little meta-ish because I needed to make something out of something and stop at the stopping point. Uh, let's let's talk about that for just a second. Make something out of something. Uh, for those that don't know what I do in my day job, I, I make presentations and then I present them at conferences and sometimes I build projects for those presentations. I spent the last month working on a project and then at the end of the day, I didn't even get to present the project that I had been working on for a month. And in order to reallocate some of that time that was spent, I made the decision of what could I learn from that project? And I don't mean just like never do that again, which was something that I did learn, (laughs) but what could I take out of that project and apply it somewhere else or at least plan to apply? Because I know about myself I know that I can get go down wormholes. I I have actually nicknamed this the forbidden project because I don't <laughs> want to go into that wormhole. So my my goal was to take some content from the forbidden project without making it this grand scheme. And if you ask, did I do it? I I kind of did. I I definitely did. I took something out of it. And I definitely didn't turn it into a whole nother project, but I did plan <laughs> for those all of those future projects to happen. And maybe that's okay because at least I didn't do the work. Right. And and planning for it is is one thing. I think that's totally okay because it, you've done that prep work just in case. Um, but the fact that you didn't actually do the project, I'm very, very proud of you. I definitely think it had a lot to do with telling myself, don't, don't do it. Like, don't, don't, don't you do it, Jay. You know what you're doing. You know what you're trying to do. You better stop. Stop at the stopping point. I had to tell myself stop at the stopping point more than once, which is great. And something that I think I need to get into the habit of doing of just giving myself verbal cues of what I should be doing and what I want to focus on. You need an audio like reminder in your uh, stream deck that you can push a button that says stop at the stopping point or like stop. Noted. 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 I'm going to grab that one after uh, yep. after this episode. That's a freebie just for you. Just for you. Yeah, I th- I, I can definitely see how you know, having that audio reminder, but even just the um, accountability of knowing, hey, I get to talk to my friend Kathy about this thing that I supposedly was not supposed to be doing. And I get to like tell her that, yep, I did like not not feel like you have to lie or hide it, uh, but that you did a, the what you said you were going to try and do. Yeah. And just to to provide some follow up, we had last episode, we checked in with Skylar and we had asked them how things were going. And they replied back saying that whenever they change their physical locations, they have to change a little bit to fit the new mold. And I, I kind of feel like that is similar to what we did. What I did here was like, 
okay, I changed projects and I needed to make this old project kind of fit this new one. And it did need to have a startup and a shutdown like routine with it. So kind of connecting the two pieces of, hey, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You've ran the marathon and you want to apply things to it. But just like a marathon has a stopping point, what you do with that information should also have a stopping point as well. Uh, so thank you, Skylar, for checking back in and, and kind of putting the pieces together in between episodes. I, I think that's a really cool how we're able to do that. Yeah, I love you're going to notice a little bit of a format change in this episode as we work in our amazing conductors and how that kind of processes. And uh, we hope you like it. Uh, and, uh, so my connection, um, was to take a bath and not only did I take a bath, I took six baths. Thank you very much. In the last two weeks. I'm not going to have... hit this, the zap button six times though. That would, people will get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think they would like that very much. Um, I learned and it, I, I need to figure out how to get more hot water from my hot water tank, however, because my bathtub is so big and so glorious How that it runs out of hot water. It? Oh, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> my bad. It's so glorious I fit in it. Hooray! Uh, yeah, but I run out of hot water before it fills up. So I need to have that be, you know, a first big task of home ownership. Home ownership to figure out how the water tank works. You weren't the only people taking baths this week, which I hope a lot of people took baths this week. I hope, um, no, I hope people bathed. There's a difference between bathing and baths because you have to shower before you take your bath because otherwise you're just sitting in your dirt soup and that's just gross. My uh, sister from another Mr. L's, Ellen, favorite Australian, um, also decided to take baths. She is also moving. Um, and we have bonded over that connection and I hope her baths are just as lovely as mine were. Uh, and in another connection, heart connection, Jombo, um, really connected with our episode and talking about kind of like that mode switching of working from home, but more importantly, Using the concept that I had about moving house and being so overwhelmed and trying to do a little bit, or as he put it, a wee bit every day, uh, the bad habit, he says, of, of putting stuff off it and rushing at the last minute, I totally feel that today is Tuesday, September 21st, and I finished cleaning our old house two days before I turn in the keys, which is just an incredible feeling um, because every other time we've moved, it's always been like before they come to get the keys, we're doing the last little bits of cleaning. And the fact that, oh, I'm actually done early uh, was great. And so... <laughs> It worked. Hooray. And I hope, uh, Jumbo, that y it works for you as well. I, I absolutely love that we have a bunch of marathon runners now that follow us, apparently. I, I'm just kidding. But at least we don't have sprinters, right? 
Right? Ugh, sprinters. Just kidding. Uh, we love you, sprinters, sprinters. too. <laughs> <laughs> and there, we understand, too, there's some projects that require a sprint. Like, if you have something that absolutely has to get done, you can't do a little bit every day if you have less than 12 hours to get it done. Like, we understand that. And so it's important to be able to recognize when you can do it. And be able to acknowledge that fact, because if you don't, if you try and make everything in your life a sprint, you will burn out so quickly and you can't recover very well from that. And so learning to recognize those cues is super important. And as someone who in both physically and in work tends to prefer sprinting over the marathon, I think that there is a a way that you can do both, and that is pacing yourself of making sure that, one, you give yourself enough time, but also make sure you're doing enough that when it comes down to that last sprint, that that final push to get to where you're going, you're able to do it and you have enough energy that you can do it without completely just collapsing. Collapsing, yes. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And speaking of not collapsing, um, I hear you're not collapsing. Uh, <laughs> and oh, go ahead. <laughs> I I see what you did there, and yeah. I'm I'm also going to pull a little bit of help into this segue from a friend of the show, uh, Maddie. Welcome back, Maddie. We missed you. Um, that. <laughs> actually gave us some realness and I love it. Um, Maddie writes connection check. I did not make any postmortem templates, which uh, if you remember, that was Maddie's postmortem or that was Maddie's connection for the last episode, but that's okay because what came after that was so powerful. To be honest, I let myself do whatever I wanted in the week between jobs, which is great. You reset yourself. You, You did all of these things that got you into the right mind space. And then you started a new job and got scattered. So Maddie's new connection is to just brain dump and try to get things gathered. And that's what we wanted to talk about. We, we hinted at it at the beginning, and that is getting back into the swing of things. So as summer is reaching its end and... We have all of the things to look forward to. Kids are back in school and all these things are happening. You just got off vacation. I actually just got off my second vacation uh, since this show started. Um, I got away twice. Um, and, and, you know, Kathy is just getting into the house and getting settled in. And as, as she mentioned, just uh, wrapping up things at the old house, you now have to then get things going again, get, get the groove. I I know that I, I love the emperor's new groove and we've already done an episode where I talk about (laughs) getting your groove thrown off, but as much as it gets thrown off, you have to get back into the groove. You have to get back into the swing of things. And one of the things that I do when I have, whether it's fallen off the, the productivity wagon or, I'm coming back from a vacation and there's a ton of stuff happening and I just need to figure out what to do and find my pace. I do what Maddie did. I brain dump. And if you haven't 
done a brain dump before. I'm sure we'll probably cover this in another episode a little bit more in depth, but basically find something to write on or something to type on. And if you think about it, get it out of your brain, put it down, put it down on the paper, put it on the the document or whatever you're using, just get it all out of your head. And usually a brain dump doesn't have to be structured. There doesn't need to be any rhyme or reason to how you do it. This is going to be the one time where I contradict myself immediately after telling myself that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, do your best to not have structure to it. We understand it's hard. You want to color code or make it pretty or whatever. Uh, I also, I have a hard time with this. Um, But brain dumping is so cathartic. And being just sitting and getting it all out of your brain is wonderful. And one thing that you can do if you're struggling, it's probably with some form of structure, get it all out, structure it after the fact. Um, that is actually what I do. Um, if you've seen any of my other connections that I've done where I, I just, I get it all out and then I make it look pretty afterwards. And then I I take a photo of the pretty version and share that with people, (laughs) um, because I am vain. It's fine. Uh, but with my brain dumps for getting back into the swing of things, what I tend to do is after I've gotten it all out, I then categorize it in three areas, and that is the past, the present, and the future. And I'm going to take just a second on this. The past, it's very simple. What were you doing before the thing happened? Um, before your getaway, before whatever it is that you're now getting recovering from? What were you doing that you still have to do things for. This could be following up on emails. This could be finishing, you know, doing the finishing touches on a project or, you know, writing that report or whatever, whatever. Stuff has already happened and you're just trying to finish it off. Like in Mortal Kombat, you're just trying to finish them. Um, That (laughs) is very much what the past stuff is. The next part is the present. Like, what is happening right now? And the reason I want to separate those two is because in my head, at least the way that I operate or the way that I work, these are the two things that are actionable. Things that happen in the past that you need to wrap up so that they're not there anymore. Um, And things that are happening in the present, things that you need to be actively doing. Um, And they're different because some things are still moving. I, I like to look at it in terms of like, I don't know, just any normal traditional life cycle. You have things that are about to just be gone. So you need to do all the stuff. You need to make sure all the things are in place for that to reach its natural end, its natural shutdown. Then you have the things that you're in the middle of that you're actively working on. And you need to make sure that you have an idea of what all those things are, because that's where I tend to struggle in getting into the swing of things again, is that you have so many things coming at you. Like literally this is a great reference for cricket or baseball. You have so many balls being thrown at you that you're like, wait, what do I, what do I swing at? How do I swing at? I, I don't know what, how to approach this even. So giving yourself the ability to look at the things that are currently coming your way and preparing for them and knowing what to do and giving yourself the ability to handle them should help to feel like you have more control in what's going on in the present. I think that is so incredible. What a great way to kind of restructure what's going on with your brain um, and, and how 
best not to fix it because this isn't something that we can really fix, but how to help how you can get through it. I, a lot of times I know that I should, and I hate, I'm trying not to use the word should because it's uh, becoming a banned word in my house because there should not be shoulds. Um, But I, when I get overwhelmed or I like I'm done being overwhelmed and I'm ready to ramp back up and get back into those swing of things, I almost freeze as much as I did when I was overwhelmed. Um, And I like the idea of organizing the brain dump into those types of categories. Uh, Normally I would do it in kind of, I would format them in like different areas or genres of tasks, you know, home, work, blah, blah, blah. But I like the idea of kind of the time frame and the purpose that it's for. I think that feels more actionable because you know which things you can put off for a different day as opposed to things that you can work on now. It's also very much a figuring out the mindset of it too, because usually things that have already happened, there's not much thought that needs to go into what happens next. It is mm. just wrap this up. You know, is it send the reports in the report? If it's in the emails in the email, whatever you got to do to wrap these things up and get them out of your head. The present is a little different because you're, you're in that moment, you're having to make those decisions. So it becomes a little bit more challenging to say, well, I just need to do this. At least if you, you know, if you're a Silk Sonic method like person like me, where you say, this is what I'm doing, this is the next step. Sometimes when you're in that moment, you're having to rely on like, okay, this is where I left off. This is the next step in that. Let me do that next step, knowing that there will be future next steps, which is actually the last part of this, which is the future section of your brain dump. Because if we're being honest with ourselves, a lot of the things that we worry about are things that we can assign to future us because, because Um, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, and that's, that's where I put these. These are the things that it's like, Oh, I, I need to go do that. Oh man. When December comes, I definitely need to make sure that we have, you know, a Christmas tree up. And it's like, why am I thinking about that right now? This, (laughs) this does not have anything to do with getting into the current swing of things. Uh, So making sure that you have a space to put all of those future things so that they don't live rent free in your head um, is kind of the last part of that. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so true. And I think that's, that's really a key part of brain dumping because there's no, there's no rhyme or reason over what's living in your head and why it's there. Um, but getting it out of your brain and into paper can kind of, in my experience, it kind of gives your brain permission to stop thinking about it, which means that you can think about something else. Um, and, and I like, I like that about brain dumping because it works so well. It does. And the, the biggest part of this is that this takes time. Like we're not great at brain dumps because, (laughs) 
But I, I prompt once you start, it's like it's like literally turning on water. The hardest part of turning on water is the act of turning it on. And then after that, the water just flows. Um, and then turning it off is also another hard part. <laughs> right. um, but I feel like that's a good problem to have. But with that, you have to do these regularly. I, I, and, and this is where the, the people that are waiting for us to throw out an app or, you know, product <laughs> recommendation are like chomping at the bit of just use this tool or whatever. But honestly, the tool doesn't matter whether you're mind mapping or using a notebook or using some app, like giving yourself the space to just sit down. Like I did this after driving for six hours as it was sitting in my head of like, you're going to have to do all this stuff when you get home. Just wait until tomorrow. Tomorrow's really going to suck. I think I said that verbally at one point and it was like, <laughs> no, I refuse to let that happen. I'm going to yes. sit down. Once my daughter was asleep, I sat down, I got into my brain dump mode, which is literally me sitting in the living room at the table with my notebook and in this case, a note card with me because I wanted to make sure I had something that I could, you know, work with for the show and just writing and having, you know, favorite music playing and just just get all out and just getting it out there. And I once I made space for it, once I made time for it, it it just happened and it happened so easily and so freely that it wasn't hard anymore. Well, and then too, when when you see how short that list is, because no matter how long it is, even if it is, you know, really long because you have a lot of things in your brain, then when you pick through the things that you actually have to do, it always is shorter than what your brain thinks that it is. Like that, that unknown, that fear of, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I can't get, I can't handle it. But then you turn around and you're like, oh, that's it? Okay, cool. Let's do it. It it allows you, it's, it's kind of a comfort almost to have it out of your head so that you can look at it rationally instead of just the emotional thing that's stuck in your head. And because of course it feels bigger than it really is because it's constantly in your brain and it's constantly taking that space so that by writing it down, it's not as, as thick in your head anymore. So I've, I've learned that my brain works as like a perpetual nag machine. It will constantly <laughs> nag me about whatever is there. So the more and more that I take off of my plate, the less that there is to nag me about, unless it's fun things like, Hey, go play video games. Hey, go, go finish, you know, some anime series you're watching or, you know, hey, go listen to music, you know, just do like it's going to bug me about something, but at least make those some things fun. And the only way I can do that is by doing those brain dumps, getting things done and then having a good idea of what I need to do and how I need to do it. And the last part before we move into connections is so effectively communicated by Maddie um, when she says, I let myself do whatever I wanted in the week between. Um, that is that is something. Getting into the swing of things usually means that you are out of the swing of things for some reason. And since we've been talking a lot of baseball, I'm sorry for my international friends that don't follow baseball. 
there's something that you do before you get to the plate. Well, I guess once you get to the plate, you get into the batter's box, you get yourself situated, you actually hold your hand up to let them know, I'm taking my time to get myself ready for the next pitch. And they don't throw the bottle, the, not the bottle. <laughs> I'm talking before uh, I'm thinking. Are you sure that you uh, know what baseball is? I mean, I'm just asking. We were a poor family. <laughs> we couldn't afford a baseball. <laughs> yes, if you throw glass at kids. Yep, that yep, makes that sense. That sounds about Checked right. Out. They would yep. not, the pitcher couldn't throw the ball until you took your hand down and the umpire gave the go ahead. So with that, Take your time. Take some deep breaths. You know, in this case, you know, like Maddie said, I just did whatever I want. I just let it all out. I got to hang out with friends and and do all this stuff because if you're not ready, it doesn't matter how much you prepare for it. If you're not ready to do it, you're not going to be able to do it or at least not do it as well as if you give yourself the time and space to effectively prepare yourself for what's about to happen. And I I feel like that is something that I've struggled with in the past. And I think that I'm getting better at uh, when we talk about all of the, the different tips, the getting away, like getting away is preparing us to get ready for what's next. And it's helping us recover from what just happened. So I, I think that we have to look at this process as I will do it, but I'm going to make sure that I'm in the right mindset to do it. And then I'm also going to make sure that after I've done it, I give myself more time and more space to effectively tackle what's before me. Uh, yeah, that level of uh, intentionality and awareness, I think is so important as we figure out who we are as people and productive beings and all that jazz. And uh, I love it. So should we swing into the next part of the show? Jay, what's your connection for the next fortnight? My connection is to not miss out on something. We're talking about swings. Nice, nice. I approve. I love that. I guess to be more specific, I tend to get caught up in what I'm doing on a day-to-day. Um, and in my head, I'm often thinking about what needs to happen next, even when I'm not in those moments. I think this week I need to show a little bit of control. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to do two things. So this is a, a, a twofold connection is I'm not going to miss some quality time alone, and I'm not going to miss some quality time with my family. And I mean that in saying I'm going to do something with my family where my phone is not allowed, and then I will also take some time in my own head and focus on one thing and one thing only. And to be honest, it's probably going to be me playing Tetris, but me playing Tetris, thinking about playing Tetris and nothing else. Yes. Love. That's a great connection. I hope you get a green check check mark for that. Um, my connection um, is... So in this season of overwhelm that I'm coming out of, uh, several things have kind of not slipped necessarily, but taken less priority. 
Um, and one of the things that I need to concentrate more on is making sure that I am fueling myself better, uh, more consistently. Um, when it comes to dinner time, I'm usually starving and I don't want to make anything fancy. So we'll either order out or just have a sandwich or whatever. Um, I would like to be a little bit more purposeful. So I am going to, for at least the week that I will be home, because I finally get to get away, um, I'm photographing a friend's wedding. And so I'm going to be on an airplane and it scares me a little bit, but that's fine. Uh, But for the time that I am here, home and to provide a meal meals for Ryan while I'm gone, I would like to meal plan. Okay. Not anything fancy. I'm not going to, you know, make sure that every meal is perfectly portioned and balanced with everything. Just the very basic. Today we're having chicken and rice. Period. I'm not going to collect recipes. I'm not going to make a fancy chart. I'm just going to write down the decision so I don't have to think about it anymore. So very, very bare bones meal plan the next two weeks. I wish I had the same level of control of just, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I am just going to do that. Again, Stopping at the stop point. Like, like yes. That is stopping at the stop. Maybe maybe one of these weeks we'll have to do an episode on intentionality. But uh, we've also got a couple of connections that our conductors have sent our way. So Scott says that my connection for this week is to finally pin down a name for my system. Going all the way back to episode one. I love it. Scott, I'm not going to say the Silk Sonic method shouldn't inspire you, but if you're going to come up with a name, make it a fun one. Yes, make it fun to say. Uh, And Rob's amazing connection is uh, for the foreseeable future to try and find someone IRL for support and care. This is absolutely incredible. We are uh, adding this topic as well to a future topic list because it's so important to productivity in life to have support. Um, And I wish you the best of luck. And please let us know how it goes and if there's anything we can do to support you. Absolutely. It It is hard enough to find support for yourself and give yourself the encouragement. Tell myself as I admittedly posted something self-deprecating last night. Um, (laughs) So having other people, I think Kathy taught me this um, when someone is talking crap or when you're talking crap about yourself, um, having someone to say, Hey, don't talk about my friend like that um, just means the world. So yeah, good luck on finding that person. I really hope that uh, they are everything that you need in this time. Uh, And then our last conductor today is Matt Van Ormer, who says his connection right now is digging himself out of a project hole, the place he winds up when he rapidly accepts many tasks and responsibilities in a short span of time, all with similar deadlines. Progress is being made, but still has some ground to cover. I clearly don't know anything about this or 
how to react. So when you find that magic bullet, Matt, please do share. Um, Oh, wait, he's not saying he's going to fix it. Just like get out of the hole. Okay, good. We're set. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you do come up with a good strategy, please let me know. I, I have an idea for one, but I will not share any advice unsolicited. But If you want to hear that advice, or Matt, you know how to do this as well, you can join the Relay FM family by going over to relay.fm slash conduit. And there in the chat, you can reach out to us. And I will say Kathy is way better at this than I am. But Kathy also holds me accountable. And I do get notifications. So if someone mentions (laughs) me, I'm more than happy to to come in and, and chat but it is a great way to connect with us. Plus, you also get some wallpapers and stuff, which I will say look very nice on your phone and on your desktop. Yeah, they do. We love it. We love uh, our logo. We love our feel and look of the show. But most importantly, we love our listeners and we love you. And if you have your connections, you can do it in that so-called Discord for Relay.fm slash Conduit, becoming a member there. Or you can do so on Twitter by reaching out to us at Conduit FM. And if you also have topics that you want to hear us cover, let us know as well. We have a growing list and I will tell you some of them overlap and the more that overlap, the more that we know it's something we should definitely talk about sooner than later. Yes. Uh, So if you have a connection or a topic idea, just tweet with the hashtag MyConduit or use the question mark MyConduit in the Discord or in the if you head into the follow-up channel on the Discord with the fantastic uh, logo uh, at the beginning, it will get piped directly into our spreadsheet so that we can process it for the future. Uh, So I think that's it. Jay, did we condo it? I, I have it written down as a present task, but uh, yeah, I think we con did it. <laughs> nice.